Welcome to All In Uncensored with Ryan and Brian. Welcome to All In Uncensored with Ryan and Brian, episode nine. We're going to be bridging the gap with somebody awesome today. Who is it? Jose Marino coming down from Issaquah. The Quas, it's uh, known on the east side. Uh, thank you for having me, guys. Thanks for coming down. We're really looking to forward to uh, some of your insights. We're going to talk a little bit sports, some home ownership, uh, marketing, and your unique experiences. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I can't, I can't wait. Um, I'm first off, I'm really excited for you guys. I'm, I know that you guys have been working really hard on this particular project, and I know that this is something that you guys are really investing your time in. Uh, and uh, you know, we at the company are really excited to to know that you guys are, you know, dedicated and and actually like following through on on this. And it's so it's so good to see. It's refreshing because a lot of people have a lot of ideas. Uh, you guys have ideas and execution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've actually been instrumental in helping us get this up and running because you spent some time with us up in Kirkland, giving us some pointers and some ideas with your background and what you do in media. So thank you for that, Jose. It's been rad. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you. It was it was pretty funny. Brian and I come down to, or go up to Kirkland and uh, see you on the elevator the day that we interviewed up there. And Jose and I have known each other for I don't know how many years, 15-ish years. Yeah. We worked together back at Legacy Group. The, the Legacy. one we don't speak about? Well, I don't know. Beep that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we've, we've known each other a long time, and, and uh, I know that you were excited to have me on, and I was excited to work with you. And, and here we are, nine months to a year later. We've done some marketing together, and, and you, you have been instrumental in you know, giving us pointers on how to get this thing started. And, and uh, we just want to have you in and get to know you more and and express our gratitude for helping us get this up. Thank you. No, I mean, I, I'm excited. I think, you know, the key in 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 our world, because I know Ryan, not just from that working relationship that I had when when I worked at that company, but actually Ryan is, is very big in the charity community. Uh, and he does a lot of work with Swing for a Soldier, which is a, a very near and dear uh, organization that my friend uh, Patrick runs uh, and and Ryan's involved in it and you know it just it goes to show that in Seattle it's a relational it's a relational community and and you got to be careful and you got to be very honest with people and you got to be very true to yourself uh, to make sure that if you get involved in things like this that uh, that people understand that you know we all know each other and, mm -hmm. and and we're just you know two or three people away from each other and and it was really good to see Ryan be involved in it. Um, it was really good to run into you guys at the elevator in Kirkland, but it, it's just good to know that also a big portion of your time has been dedicated to to a community that is underserved and to a community that needs a lot of help, and you guys are providing that and at the same time being successful at what you do. Yeah. We appreciate that, man. We do appreciate that. We know that you work for a big um, media company. Um, what do you do for, for Adcom and us? Um, you know, give a little background on what you do for Adcom and, and you know, throw out a perspective on home ownership from the marketing side. Yeah, and for the, our audience, uh, Adcom is the parent company of Home Trust Financial, and that is where Ryan and I work right now. Yeah, so I actually am a consultant. I'm, I'm a consultant for Ridge. Uh, Ridge is the owner of Adcom Group. Um, Ridge and I have had a relationship for a long time. Uh, we do a lot of charity stuff together. A lot of a lot of my connections to people in in this town are charity driven. 
Uh, Rich is one of the most like graceful humans I have ever met. Uh, he is uh, infinitely generous with his time and in his his resources as well. Um, and and really does a lot of work for for charities that benefit you know, kids in the area. So when he started his company or he was thinking about starting his company, he reached out to me and he was like, "Hey, I need to create a logo." I need to come up with uh, some some sort of uh, you know slogan. Is that something you can help with? So I designed the logo for Home Trust Group and Atcom Group, uh, and the, the tagline creating uh, creating clients for life through education and trust is something that I worked out. So I have a marketing background. Um, I have a PR and marketing background. I primarily do damage control. So um, I try not to tell people that too often because then they call me when, you know, they get in trouble with their wife by being late or playing Xbox for too long. Um, but I I really enjoy seeing people succeed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of my one of my drivers for why I show up to the office. I love seeing people, you know, people like you who are coming in, who are who are determined, who are, you know, goal driven, who who have an idea of where you want to go. And my job is to act as a bumper to, to say, Hey, why don't you try this? Why don't you try this other approach? Uh, and, and that's just through, you know, through my nine to five is, is that a big media company? Um, that, that's a, a global company. So I, I carry a little bit of, of, uh, credibility in that, that sense. Um, and I've seen things be successful and, and I've seen things be successful for different people and, and it takes, the right, the, the A answer is never the right answer, right? right? The A answer is the answer that has helped a lot of different people. But if your personalities don't match that, it doesn't matter how right that may be. If you don't know how to come across or, or how to be genuine, um, you know, it, it's it's going to fail. And I think that's where you guys are, have been successful. You guys have understood that, you know, we'll, we'll throw you ideas, but that idea is not the end all be all. Right. When we were meeting up, we talked about intros. We talked about, uh, you know, like format. I, I voiced some of my concerns because that is my job to, to voice some of the concerns. And you were like, okay, cool. We're going to do it. And then you massage what you thought and what obviously, obviously is working for you. And I think that's the, that's the key to a successful relationship. Collaboration. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And not thinking that everything that I say is right. I mean, I do know I'm right at everything that I do, but that doesn't mean that I'm right for you. But your, your background, you know, you, you said you created the logo and the tagline and everything for Adcom and Home Trust. I think that's huge. Can you elaborate a little bit on thoughts creating a brand, a personal brand for people? You know, if, if there's real estate agents looking at this or anybody looking to create their own brand, what give give a couple steps on, you know, what you would do first and, and what that looks like. I, I think understanding what you stand for is, is key. Uh, before you start doing anything, I, listen, real estate, mortgage, uh, construction, development, it, it all serves a purpose. You're helping somebody achieve their dream, right? You're helping somebody realize a, a, a goal, right? And when we're growing up, we're told there's only two things you should ever get in debt for. Education, which not a lot of people will agree, and I don't necessarily agree with that either, and home. Those are the two things you should always go in debt for and the only things that you should ever go in debt for. So you guys are helping people realize that dream. So uh, when it comes down to branding, understand what it is that you are. Understand what it is that you that you want to be perceived as. 
understand how that's going to affect you and your family, right? Because if you're a bad business person, that carries over to your family. Yeah. Is that something that you're willing to do? Is that right. something that you're willing to risk? Or also understand understand how it's going to benefit the community. You know, we, we've had an opportunity to sit down and, and listen to some coaching. Um, and, and I think one of the conversations that I always have with people when, when they're doing coaching is, I remind them that they're just reinforcing you what your values are, right? Your value is be honest, be kind, look for a way to facilitate that dream making. Um, so if you are a, if you're a, a realtor who is trying to start a brand, understand that the partnerships that you create are also going to be really reflective on you. So make sure that you're partnering with people, especially your, your lenders who have a good track record, who people will say, yeah. oh, you're working with Brian over uh, in, in Tacoma. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's done such and such for me, or he's helped me with this. Or, you know, Ryan, oh, I knew Ryan from a long time ago. We did a loan together. You know, he's back in the business and he's doing all these things. I really enjoy working with them. Let's connect together. Let, let's all make it a relational thing as opposed to a transactional thing. I think partnering with with like-minded people in the business, you know, if, if I'm going out and looking for uh, a relationship to build with, call it a real estate agent or a financial planner or a CPA, my number one thing is to be like-minded, create a true relationship before you start working together. Because if you don't have a good relationship, that does funnel down mm -hmm. to your clients. That's that's a huge thing. 100%. And also being willing to um, cut bait with people who are toxic or who yeah. are takers oh, and yeah. not givers. So, you know, in my past, I've had a lot of people I've worked with who did nothing but take, 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 and it was all about them and mm -hmm. how much money they can make, mm -hmm. you know, and it was tr very transactional. And I, that's not who I am at heart. So I, I've cut those relationships out of my life mm -hmm. and I deal with people who want to build relationships and genuinely like lead with a servant's heart. So that's where I think Ryan and I have identified with each other and getting this show up and running as well and making the connections we have. And that's why I think partnering with Rich and Sean and, and the home home trust group has been such a huge deal because they have the same mindset. Yeah. And I, and you know, I think one of the, one of the biggest things that I take away from, from my relationship with the home trust brand is that, we we fine tuned when when you grow that fast it, it's hard because you will find people who come in again you know the the, the analogy of like the a answer is not everybody's answer right right it, we have a a set way of doing things that needs to be tweaked from time to time and understanding and trusting that that who you're going to allow to represent that brand will do so in, in the best manner is key. So we, we've had a couple of people that have turned over just because it wasn't the right fit for them. But that that's mm -hmm. not an indication of bad hiring practices. That's not an indication of them being a bad person. That's just an indication that you fine tune your process. You guys have identified that you can work well together. And that is so mm -hmm. key. Yeah. Right. Because you have strengths and you have strengths and it's not always about matching strengths. You know, it's about matching the strength needed for the for the position. And, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that I that I notice on social media, I'm, I'm really active on it uh, for work. One of the things that I notice on social media is that I really dislike when people post things like if we're not talking about money, if we're not talking about career, if we're not talking about this, then I don't want to have a conversation that is so toxic. The key to a successful uh, relationship with people is understanding that you need to be a bringer and not a taker, mm -hmm. right? 
it, it goes the same for your real estate agents. You can literally have a real estate partner who talks to you about charity, who talks to you about their family, who talks to you about their goals, who talks to you about vehicles they like or soccer teams or football teams they enjoy. Because what that does is that gives you the whole human and not just a transactional human. Yeah. And I think you guys do a good job of making sure that, again, you involve your your business into you know, um, swing for a soldier. You involve your business in your kids. You involve your business in your family. And, and it's representative and it's reflective of the success that you have because in, at that point, it's not just you lining your pockets. It's you enriching the community. And don't get me wrong, we're in this to make money. Yeah. Right? But the key is not to chase the money. The money will follow. But if your heart's in the right place and you're you're doing the right things, that's the important part. And and when you're not focused on the money, you're just focused on helping people get better every day. Dude, it's amazing what happens. The, the money follows, right? I mean, and, and again, listen, we live in a society that, that is- We're in a, that cap, is, we're in a capitalist We're in a capitalist society, yeah. and that's okay. Play it right. Give, give some to people. I'm not going to sit here and tell you where you should give your money, but I will tell you that the more we give, the more we get back. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. So if you want to talk about branding, if you want to talk about stuff like this, reach out to us. We're more than happy to sit down and have a conversation. You know, the the, the gentleman and I can sit down with you and, and we can talk about, you know, what what would be a good fit for for them, obviously, because my 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 goal is to make them uh, successful uh, because if their success is where my success lies as well. Um, so if you're a real estate agent and you really want to talk about branding and, and you want to do this the right way, give us a call. Yeah, uh, I love that. Give Thank them your you number. Yeah. 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 Um, let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. Let's talk about uh, your connection with sports. I have the coolest connection in sports in the city. <laughs> I would, I don't disagree. With I that. have <laughs> by far I always tell this to people. I'm, I can be replaced at any given moment. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm very comfortable with being told, hey, listen, we need to go a different direction. Um, thank you for everything you've done. And, you know, your employment ends here. And that is not a place where a lot of people are. Right. I'm, I'm super comfortable with that because I've had a good trajectory in my career that has allowed me to foster relationships with people that I know that in case I ever needed a gig would be like, you've demonstrated what you can do here, have a job or yeah. find you, find you a way to, to, to fit in my, my stepfather, uh, who's the nicest human I have ever met, uh, instilled in me at a very young age. It doesn't matter how good you are at something the company will always find a cheaper replacement for you. So when I played football and I was told that I needed to be let go because I had suffered an injury and they needed to bring in somebody, I think my feelings hurt. That's just a transaction. I'm, I'm, I'm employee number, whatever number I wore when I played there, right? Um, and, and I think that has helped me a lot. I, I happen to have worked in sports for a long time. I've worked with some of the biggest names in, in boxing. I've worked with some of the biggest names in football. Uh, I've worked with some of the biggest names in soccer. I'm very lucky that I have a very good relationship with a gentleman named Walter Jones, who is one of the, arguably one of the best football players. And we get to do a lot of really cool stuff. And none of that is money driven. And it goes back to the conversation that we have. We're, Walter is a, a very talented human who also happens to be a very charitable human. And 
when I was introduced to him by Coach Lenny Wilkins, uh, the conversation was, I need you to go pick up this guy. He needs to come to my golf tournament. So that means I, you're coming to my golf tournament uh, and I need you to bring him because he's going to golf. So I said, yes, coach, because who says no to Lenny Wilkins? Right. Right. Like there's not a lot of people that do and you, you shouldn't say no to Lenny Wilkins. We, uh, I showed up to Walter's house and Walter came out and he looked like a mannequin. This man had <laughs> every piece, like he was coordinated top to bottom in golf gear. And I looked at him and I was like, where are you going? Because <laughs> I was like, are you going to a shoot? Like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I have to golf. And I was like, what if I make you a deal? What if we don't golf? And instead, again, coming from my PR background, coming from like, how do we, how do we maximize this for somebody? Uh, I said to him, hey, why don't we, uh, instead of golf, why don't we just drive around, say hi to people, thank him on behalf of Coach Lenny. If you're okay with that, why don't we try that? And Walter, to his to his credit, being the human that he is, said, and I quote, what if coach doesn't want that? Yeah. And I said, then blame it on me and it will be good. Because, you know, part of doing PR is just taking the blame for things <laughs> other people do. <laughs> I take, you take the fall. Yeah. I take okay. the, I'm the fall guy. You are the yeah. fall guy. Yeah. And uh, so we showed up. Uh, coach Lenny asked uh, where Walter was. So I told him where he was. He asked where Walter's clubs were, and I said, he's not golfing. We are uh, driving around and thanking people on your behalf. And I don't think I've ever been as, not scared, but a, a little like hesitant in my life as those what seemed to be like maybe three hours, but it was really like 30 seconds where he yeah. goes. So he's going to drive around and thank people on my behalf and take pictures with every group. And I said, yes, coach, I'm the one who's going to be taking the pictures. I do a little bit of photography. Uh, and he goes, okay, I like it. Go give it a try. He's like, and if it doesn't work, and I've not told this part to very many people, especially Walter. He's like, if it doesn't work, he's golfing with me next year. And I was like, <laughs> yes, coach. And we went, we did that. And Walter hasn't swung a golf club in eight years. But we go to golf tournaments all the time. We take pictures with our friends. We have a lot of fun. We actually go to football games together. I make sure he gets to the game on time. Um, we go down on the field. I, I essentially stage manage him. Um, and I make sure that, you know, he gets to his TV show and, and he does what he needs to do. And, you know, other than that, I, you know, I go to every sporting event in the city. I go to every yeah. concert in the city. I, yeah. uh, I get paid, I get paid to, to attend these things. Um, and I think I get paid to attend those things, you know, not only for the relationship piece, but, also because I think people enjoy hanging out with me and mm -hmm. uh, I don't drink, so I'm like a good designated driver. Well, I've seen you on the field at every sporting event. Either yeah. I've been there, I've seen you on camera, you 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 obviously post a ton of pictures, uh, you're part of the Sounders, you take pictures for them. I've seen you at Husky games, Seahawk games, obviously around Walter. And um, I've been fortunate also to um, be able to hang out with Walter and. Walter's actually a huge supporter of my uh, It's a Great Day. Yeah, another yeah. great day. Yeah, yeah. And, he is. And he always encourages me to never stop. Yeah. Like, people need that. And the guy has a huge heart. I love that. But um, you do have a really cool job. You, you, mm -hmm. you get to do, I mean, you're lit, you're doing what you love. Yeah. And, and, and listen, I, I want to stress this 
to people who may be struggling to either get into the, the, the line of work that they studied or the line of work that they, that they learned. Uh, because I think early on in our lives, because we're about the same age, we're in our 40s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, early, on, early on in our lives, especially in our generation, we were always told, work hard in school so you can get a college degree so you can then become part of this company so this company can take care of you and then you're going to get a pension that was that was the industrial age mindset yeah and 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 that's fine and you know what it actually works because it works for a lot of boeing people right it It, it works and it's it's a great thing and boeing is a great company and we're so lucky to be here and we're so lucky that they're here and that they continue to be here because it employs a lot of our people Microsoft does the same thing, right? Google does the same thing. It, it Costco, Costco, yeah, yeah. T-Mobile. Well, and there's we a lot of industries down here in the South End too, yeah. right? That 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 help a lot of people and that have cemented. I mean, the military is right down the road from where we're recording, right? Both it, directions. Yeah, yeah. It's it cements the community. Yeah, but that has changed. And just because you go to school to get a degree doesn't mean that you're going to get a job and what you want to do. You know, I worked uh, right out of college. So my degree is in geology. So I worked as a geotechnical engineer with an earth science firm out of Kirkland. And one thing I noticed, I got to work a lot with uh, operators. And, you know, our, our work was primarily uh, building out infrastructure for roads and retention ponds and underground utilities. So a lot of these guys come out of school with a high school degree and they get into the union trades and they work their way up. It's a beautiful thing because that honestly, there's like such a huge vacuum and void there. So you've got all these people retiring from the blue collar trades with nobody to replace them. Yet these guys were making some seriously good money. They're able to own a home and a vacation rental and a boat and a trailer. I mean, I got to be part of that and see that like, and and they were making more money than I was out of college. I'm like, Huh, maybe I should have done something a little bit different. So all that to say is it's not you don't necessarily have to go to college to be successful. There's so much opportunity out there, especially with our blue collar trades. And we have a lot of that around here because there's building um, operators unions, you know, all of that stuff. It's amazing. I think that's becoming more and more prevalent every single day Mm -hmm. as we move forward into the tech age that college isn't necessarily the most important thing to do anymore. I think on the job training, um, I think we're going to move a skilled lot labor. towards that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that something, there's also something to be said about how cost prohibitive college is now, too. Cool. Because the reality is that when we were growing up, it, it would have it taken an effort to put ourselves to school uh, if we didn't, you know, play football or, you know, did other things. Um, I know for a fact that I wouldn't have gone to school had it not been for, for football because my parents didn't have the means to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact that my life would have turned differently had I not played football. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm, a, I'm a very small percentage of success that comes out of people who go to school just to study football, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of people who don't transition very well. And I, and I think, you know, for me, that was a blessing that I was able to find something that, that occupied my mind, that, that excited me, that I became pretty decent at. Um, and, and then it allowed me to then transition those things onto other things. Lucky is the thing that I always tell people. And people always come back and they're like, no, you're, you're not lucky. You work hard. No, I work hard now. I was lucky that somebody took a shot at me. Mm. And that is extremely true. And, and, and it needs to be said. So for all those people who are listening, who are thinking to themselves, like, Hey, like, you know, I have a degree in this from this school and I can't get the job that I want. 
I want to remind you that, you know, a lot of times it just doesn't work out and, and, and it's okay. And, and I think, you know, we also grew up in a, now kids nowadays grow up in an environment where you get a trophy for everything that you do. Oh. And, 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 and that's difficult because what that does, what that does is it doesn't teach you the lesson of failure. And, and there's such a huge value in failure. I failed as a football player. So I'm a big believer that failure is the only path to success. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't achieve success without failure. You got to learn how to lose. Well, I think I think talking about giving trophies to everybody is a rabbit hole we could go down for, for <laughs> hours that we probably don't need to go yeah. down. Yeah. But, um, That's another show. Uh, That's a follow-up show on NPR. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, man, uh, anything else to add on, on home ownership and, and uh, that type of thing? So for home ownership, I think I, one of the, the coolest things is that I've seen a lot of my friends become homeowners. And I think coming from the area that I come from, I'm from Anaheim, but I'm from the back side of this land, not the front side of this land. So it's, you know, uh, apartment complexes. Uh, it's very low-income housing. And, you know, as I get older and as this generation grows up, I've seen a lot more of my friends become homeowners and they often ask me because they know that I have a relationship with, you know, with lenders. They're like, hey, like, what do I need to do uh, in order to become a, a homeowner? And, you know, it, it used to be easy, right? Have good credit, save money. Yeah. Right. But that that's not it. You got to partner yourself with somebody who has, again, your best interest in mind, yeah, right? I don't yes. want somebody selling me a home for $3 million that I can't afford because I can afford it because I did really well last year. Well, it's crazy. Be that Being in this industry, what we can qualify people for is absolutely ludicrous in my opinion. You know, when, I, when I'm doing a, a consultation with a client, I like to work backwards. I like to ask them, what do you feel comfortable with? What, what's your comfort payment? What's your really stretched payment? Yeah. And then let's talk about price ranges there. Yeah. Because what I can qualify you for most likely is going to be above that stretch yep. payment. And I truly use this. I ask people, if you buy what I can qualify you for, how do you like Top Ramen? Because that's the only thing you're going to be eating until your cost of, your, your, you will get raises. Like mm -hmm. the day you buy your house, typically, if you know, you're in a job and you continue to get raises, that's going to be the least affordable it ever is. Yeah. As you move forward, it'll get more and more affordable. But in the beginning, we'll and I think we don't, and I think we don't do that enough. I mean, I think that's how we got in trouble in, in two thousand eight. Yeah. So, yeah. We were yes, that's a conversation that can be had about the way other people were handling it. But the reality is, we bought places that we couldn't afford. We yeah. as a society bought that home that looked amazing, and in my mind, it's going to double in value next year. That's not how it works. That right. you know that we are very tiny salt grains in a salt shaker, right? <laughs> and and yeah. somebody's shaking that at their will. So um, it's it's great to see people afford homes. It's great to see people work renovation projects. It's great to see people invest in that. And I think from a home ownership perspective, I think. There needs to be more education on how to increase the value of your home mm -hmm. uh, through renovations, through, yeah, through sweat e equity. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I think I think that there is a place in the market right now that needs to be exploited for that, mm -hmm. uh, or explored, not exploited. Yeah, uh, explore for that because 
you know, you can take a home equity loan out and, and renew your, you know, your bathroom that's not doing so well. And then that'll increase the value of your home. Well, in a lot of uh, areas around where we live, they're really encouraging ADUs or DADU uh, development uh, because we just have such a shorting of housing. So we can show homeowners how to leverage a renovation loan to build that ADU and then put a tenant in there, create rental income to offset their mortgage payment. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. You know, and then Ryan was talking in a, an episode or two ago about recent changes to conventional guidelines about as as a buyer on a conventional loan, you can only you can put five percent down on a fourplex now. You can get yourself into a four unit as a starter home. That's a great investment, and you're creating affordable housing for other people. And now you can move move up into your next home after that. Yeah, and again, I mean that literally drives back to the whole like don't just worry about your pockets if you create for other people, yeah. right? At that point you're you're allowing yourself to, you know, become yeah. someone who's providing an opportunity for other people who who then in turn will, you know, hopefully, right? Because our goal is to to enrich everyone, save a little bit of money. Yeah. And then buy their own home and then buy their own fourplex. I, I mean, it, we just need to do as a society, we need to do a, a better job of educating people on how to, how to make their, their money work. Uh, and I think that's where a lot of, a lot of good lenders separate themselves. Yeah. And speaking of that education piece, Ryan and I have been in talks about, um, doing a budgeting series. So my friend introduced me to a budget that he created on, he used Excel. He's a whiz with, with programming Excel, but, um, he calls it the calendar budget and literally my entire year of expenses and debts and income is on one sheet. I can like, and it's like a running average of where I'm going to end up at the end of every single month. So if I know I've got a vacation, that's going to cost me two grand coming up. I can plan for it. And I know it's going to be six months out. gives me times to tweak my budget between now and that time. So I can pay cash for it and not run up a bunch of credit card debt. So this, so we're going to kind of turn the concepts of what he did and the creation of that. And he kind of uses concepts from the envelope method. But to that point, we're going to create a budgeting series for our clients to help educate. Because so in my opinion, household personal finances are, they're like the most confusing thing ever. It's like trying to learn a brand new language. Now it's easy to budget for most companies, but to try to buzz, budget like uh, variable expenses is almost impossible. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think something needs to be said about how important and how how well your household works when finances are in order. Oh, it's amazing. Right? How how well finances can be how, how you can use finances as, as another pillar of the strength of your home. Well, you, you don't have to be married. You can just be a single person. Mm-hmm. Right? But if you know that you're going to get X amount of money this month and then you have X, X amount of money to spend and then you have X amount of money to save and then X amount of money to like pay yourself. That's what I do. I pay myself every week. I give myself a certain amount of cash and then I put it into another account that I have that is just my fun account, right? Yeah. Um, I, I've been pretty successful with that and I've been really lucky that, you know, I, I've also had really good employment and I know a lot of people don't go through that, but um, it, it's so good to see that, that that has brought so much ease into my life because I grew up poor. I grew up in a household where, you know, sometimes the lights would get turned off. I grew up in a household where in 90 degree weather we had no electricity to run a fan like i i've been on that side and i'm and i'm so grateful that my parents you know worked as hard as they did in order to be able to afford our life and you know teach us those lessons um that not necessarily you know i wish upon anybody uh but i it definitely taught me to be a lot more responsible and and Mm -hmm. taught me to be a little more aware of um that next bill that's coming at the end of the month 
Yeah, it's, again, experience is one of the greatest teachers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to wrap this up. Jose, we talked home ownership. We talked sports. We talked marketing. Your insights, very valuable. We appreciate you coming down. Go ahead. And follow us on YouTube, Spotify. We got a number of things. Check out our comment section down below, and we'll have links to where you can find us uh, for our show. And what is it, Ryan? It's a... It's another great day. It's another great day. All right. Thank you for having me. If you want to follow me on social media, I am at Instagram, uh, J-A-M-O-R-E-N-O-B-B-C. That's uh, J-A-M-O-R-E-N-O-B-B-C. And we'll drop his link down in the comments below as well so you can follow Jose. Don't send me nudes, please. (laughs) 